Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is, you know it, Real Talk with Razak. Word Talk is definitely going to go when it wants to get real. And if you haven't already checked us out, we got all the new platforms for you. We got your iHeartRadio. We got your SoundCloud. We still on MixCloud. But you definitely want to check the, cl- the, the, the SoundCloud and the iHeartRadio. Share it. Let everybody know. You can find us on Instagram now. We got some good tips, good things going on on Instagram. Of course, we got the good old-fashioned uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook still going for you. So if you have some questions, comments, concerns, send all your hate mail. You know I'll take it. Uh, if you want to troll, understand I got real good uh, reverse troll tactics. But with that being said, I'm going to just move on into this uh, topic of today. So it's just me today in here with, with you all, so we're just having some quality time. Uh, I hope you have your, your headphones at a set, at a good tone, or your, your speakers are eq nice, because it's me and you right now. So check this out. I'm revisiting something that kind of, I'm realizing people are still doing it, and it's kind of irking me a little bit. There is no possible way you can ever consider yourself a success in your craft. I don't care what your craft is, what you're thinking, what you want to do. There is literally a zero chance of you becoming professional and successful in that craft. If you do not check your emails, people, seriously, hey, I get it. You're probably getting all kinds of people trying to say you Walmart money cards. And then you got the person with the, maybe they're the prince of some place and they're trying to send you that. What you need to do is set up a separate business email address then. Because when you're trying to do business with somebody, I'm going to tell you what's not an acceptable excuse. You cannot go and tell someone, like, oh, I didn't check my email. That, nobody cares. The world does not want your excuses. The world wants your results. And saying you didn't check your email is an excuse. So these are these. This is this is something that's really irking me. I really want to kind of bring up some tips and, and kind of navigate through this because what you're essentially telling someone is, I'm trying to be a professional. I'm trying to be successful without communicating. Like if if I said, you know what, I want to be the world's best event manager, but I refuse to vocalize with people i'm not if you want to talk to me no you would look at me like i'm crazy well check this out this is the end of 2017 we're about to move into 2018 that's what you're you're basically telling somebody by refusing emails that you don't want to talk to them and then some of us are also timid on the phone calls too so you mean you want to be timid on phone calls you don't want to read your emails but you want to be successful like you can't even be a McDonald's employee like that, like nothing against the people at McDonald's, but like, come on, y'all got to You got to give me more than that. So one thing you'll want to do is one day, just sit down and go through those emails. Look at which ones are junk and I need to unsubscribe to this, which ones are uh, spam. And I need to make sure they go filtered straight to your spam. If you have outlook, you got Gmail, Filter them. Please filter your emails. They'll take them directly where you want them to be so you don't have to deal with it more anymore. And the goal is, is to really to be able to have an email address. Rather, you have to just set up a separate one because I literally have one that's called decoy. D-E-E 
dot coi and whenever anybody needs my email address and i do not want to receive anything from them i give them the decoy uh, so this way i'm able to have my notifications on so i know when somebody hits up my business email address i want my phone to go off because i need to know that and i want to get to it as fast as possible not uh it's tuesday i got 172 and then on wednesday i had 272 like no you can't you, you have to have a little bit of foresight. We can't haphazardly go about communication and want to take it somewhere in life. And now, now, we, now we're checking our emails. I'm going to take it to the next step. You have to read the email completely from beginning to end. Don't skim because when you skim, you miss out on important information. And once again, I want to take yourself, take yourself to a different situation. Now... You're a, a business owner. You got things going on. You're trying to work with this up and coming artist, and they tell you, "Oh man, I'm sorry I didn't get that because I didn't. I don't check my emails." You're gonna look at them like, "Get out of my face! I don't want to deal with you." All right. So now another scenario. Uh, you're talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, did you get the email?" Like, "Yeah, I got it." All right. So, and they ask you a, a question like, "Hey, so what time is the thing?" And you're just sitting there thinking, like, I put it in the email. And if you're me, for those of you out there in the world that may have gotten an email from me, you know I will. I am very pragmatic about my emails. I have everything bullet pointed, highlighted, numbered, bold. And, if, and now I've gotten to the point where I'm having to put arrows on emails that say, hey, read this. Please do, do, do me this small favor. If you are going to think it's permissible to not fully read email, um, also think it's permissible to not call yourself an adult. I mean, uh, that's just if you don't want to read. So we've got to be reading. And, I, and for those of us that's reading, you're probably laughing real hard and like, what is this guy talking about? You'll be surprised. People are really out there not doing it. So uh, now you're taking yourself back to the other situation. I'm bringing myself back a little bit. You're working with this up and coming artist and, and you're just like, all right, did you what then and they're like, what time is the thing on Thursday? And you're saying that, wait a second, I sent that to you and you said you got it. So now in your mind, you know this person isn't reading. Do you want to continue doing doing business with them? Do you want to keep reaching out with them? Are you are are you gonna try to reach out to somebody else that you know is on it, that you know is grinding? All right, so now with that being said, do you want to be that person that somebody wants to go talk to somebody else because you're not reading your emails, because you're skimming? Um, things like that. This you're talking about being professional. If it's an email from uh, one of your friends and you know it's a jokey type of thing, of course it's perfectly fine to to skim an email. But if you're a fashion designer and LA Fashion Week hits you up, you need to be reading it. Or if you're an artist and a gallery hits you up, or you're a performer and Debbie Allen hits you up, well, what's the difference between Fashion Week and Debbie Allen and these other things and anybody else that's trying to pay you or advance your career? Now, if they're trolling you and all that kind of stuff, I totally get it. You probably still should respond, uh, maybe not to a troll, but maybe to a, some constructive criticism. Uh, but you definitely want to, it's no getting around it. It's just... Do you think for one second, picture your favorite artist, your favorite artist in the world throughout the history, uh, of course, in the history of why email's been a thing, and imagine where they would be at right now if they never checked an email, not one a day in their life. And I'm not saying they're so big that they have somebody else checking their email. 
I'm saying they never personally check their emails. I love Snoop Dogg. And I guarantee Snoop Dogg probably want to do other things than check his emails all day. But I better check them. And, you know, of course people get fan mail, things like that. So that's, that's one big thing. So what's another big thing I want to talk about? I've talked about reading the emails. I've talked about uh, actually reading, well, reading all the way through the emails and checking them. Now we're talking about responding to the emails. You got to give a good response. So one of the biggest things that, that people, one of the bigger mistakes that people make is they'll respond to an email, uh, but it won't be a direct reply. It'll just be a totally separate email. So when you're dealing with people that work with multiple people in different areas at different times, just saying, hey, I had a question about what you just said. Um, is it going to be on the left or on the right? The person may not know who you, who you are. Of course, I just made that example up, but you want to be like, you want to push reply, not reply all. You want to push reply and make sure that you're, you're responding to the question uh, or asking a question in a way that they know what they're what what you're talking about. We learned this in school as children. It's not safe to assume that everybody's using the context clues that you're given in emails. You got to have some good uh, subject matter agreement, as well as have a strong subject thesis statement, like uh, sentence structure, because you want them to be able to reply back to you properly. I've been there where people aren't responding to me quick, and I'm wondering what's going on. Uh, granted, it was some time ago and I was still learning, but it was I had to learn it too. Everybody has, has to learn these different things. So that's just another little piece piece to the puzzle, making sure you're responding, responding properly, efficiently. You want to use efficiency when you're talking. Um, and for me, I, I take the, the uh, concept of it's no need to discuss what's already understood. If on Tuesday... We say on Friday, we meet, we're meeting at 6. If I don't talk to you all the way until Friday, I'm assuming that you're going to be there at 6. So there's no need to every day like, hey, well, I know we talked about this thing and I haven't heard anything yet. And then the next day, hey, I know we talked about this thing and I haven't heard anything yet. Well, maybe you haven't heard anything because there's nothing to say yet. Once we have new information, then we can pass that on. So understand that reaching out to a person like that and they may not even be getting mad because people do that to me all the time and I don't get necessarily upset. I'm not angry at a person for reaching out. I don't believe that there's dumb questions. I believe that people don't pay attention so they ask useless questions but it's not a dumb question. But it's not about a person being angry. Sometimes you're just wasting their time. People don't want to always respond to a person's same question over and over again because you're anxious or because you are rushing, or maybe that person's messing up and you just need to get it out of them. Um, but over-communication is 100% better than under-communication, but you just want to be mindful to a person's time. Uh, anybody who's ever worked with me knows that unless I have to, you're not about to get a bunch of emails out of me in one day. You're not about to get a bunch of phone calls. Now, I may give you a call and leave a voice message if you don't pick up and then maybe shoot you a text because I understand people don't uh, always want to check their voice messages, uh, which is another habit. You got to check your voice messages. Um, at the same time, I'll send an email because you, it's, you can't go into details over somebody's voice message. That's more of a call me back situation. But I really will 
I really need to respect a person's time. So I put the meat and potatoes of what they need to know uh, in an email. And if it's a res- if it's something that requires a response, I will expect a response. If it's something that doesn't require a response, then hey, I mean, you can if you want to. Uh, once again, I probably wouldn't get mad at that, but everybody isn't me. I don't know. So I'm going to circle back to something I just said a moment ago. And that is voicemails. I want everybody to know. If you call someone and it's really important, you need them to call you back, leave a voicemail. A lot of people in the business world, especially in terms of the creative community, because we're not always tied to one place. We're moving here. We're moving there. Their office phone is also a cell phone. Now, all because I saw the call doesn't mean I'm calling you back. Because that's, that's, very, that's very proper amongst friends. When you call your friend and they, your name pops up, they saw you call. They'll call you back when they get the chance. But in the business world, if you have something that needs to be addressed, you need to leave a voice message. Then that person knows I need to call you back. With that being said, understand that if somebody calls you, especially in the business world or the creative community, which is one and the same, if they leave a message, check the message. Please check the message. Now, why aren't we checking our message? Let's call a spade a spade because we live in a society where debt collectors are the pirates of your of the phone airwaves. People are calling up and they call from random numbers and different numbers. And sometimes it's automated and sometimes they're like, hey, Zach, how you doing? Well, I just want to talk to you about your credit. Like you, they're trying to lure you in. So I get it. I'm not saying I don't understand, but. We have to take these proper precautions. One of the proper precautions I take uh, is for telemarketers. Any, any telemarketer, once they call me from that number, I immediately save that number under telemarketer. And I have one name telemarketer that has like 70 numbers in it. So I know whenever I see it, I can ignore it. If they leave a message, I'm not coming back to it. But if it's an unknown number and they leave a message... Well, knowing that I'm trying to get somewhere in the in, in with business and people are relying on me and I'm relying on other people, at the very least, I'm going to check that message. So there we go. Just a little uh, tip on communication. I'm probably going to come back to this one again. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you as always. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, at Real Talk Razak. You can always use the hashtag Real Talk Razak as well. And please, please, if you go to the Facebook, you can you can hear us uh, on, on, right off of, off of the page. But check us out now on iHeartRadio. We got the iHeartRadio cracked off for you. SoundCloud, MixCloud, Instagram. We're putting some, some gems out there on Instagram. So you really want to catch that. And we're sprinkling those in uh, on Facebook and Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. So all because you follow one platform doesn't mean you're getting what's on the other. Uh, and check out the uh, YouTube that's coming very, very soon. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon.